Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Stella Ray podcast. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. Um, and also, thank you so much to everyone who has been posting the like a screenshot on their IG story or tweeting me that you're listening or tweeting me screenshots. Like that's so cool because this is like one of those things that like, okay, obviously I enjoy it, but it's one of those things where I'm like, ew, this is like trash. And I just like force myself to do it because I'm like, okay, like the only way I can get better at it is if I keep doing it. So I guess my point is, it's just really nice to hear like positive feedback because I feel like I'm always like bullying myself. And um, I mean, there's always like room to improve and stuff, but I just need to like keep doing it and get better. So thank you. for helping me and motivating me to continue. Anyway, shout out to y'all. I don't know where I would be today, honestly, like literally. Um, I feel like, okay, well, we've been seeing all of this stuff about like the coronavirus and it's just like that time of year. But what's crazy to me, like I'm sure you've seen the news. This is not like, I'm not about to like give you a full report. Like I just see what I see on the news, like on Twitter, on social media. I'm sure you've seen it as well. Um, But I just want to talk about my own experience, not with that specifically, but I guess just in like being sick and stuff. I feel like I did not get sick last year. Like, yeah, I probably had like some colds here and there, but this year I had like the flu. And I mean, they say like, Oh, the actual, like, influenza is, like, a lot more serious than when people just say they have the flu. But, you know, whatever. I definitely had more than just, like, a little cold. And that was around Christmas. It was, like, I got really sick when I went home. And then I came back. And then I just, like, got sick as fuck again. And I feel like since then, like, end of December, I've just kind of, like, had this little cold on and off. Um, And I just, like, I never get sick like that. So... Part of me wants to be like, is this like the government, honestly? Like, <laughs> because I just feel like everyone like is sick or got sick, or it's just really weird. So let me know if you have experienced. Also, it's just been really dry here, um, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate as well, depending on where you live. Um back home I would experience this, I guess, like in the winter, but it would just rain so much, you know, it's like a different, different vibe. So it wasn't like this. Like I wake up. Like, I'm like, do I have a sore throat because I'm sick or because, like, I'm just breathing in this dry air? And especially when I wake up first thing, like, it's just, it's, like, gross. My hands feel dry. I've just been trying to, like, really hydrate, really moisturize. Um, And usually, I mean, like, right now, I've already had, like, a tea and, like, a lot of hydration, so my throat feels better. But let me know if you guys can relate. But it's just really weird because, yeah, like, I never it's sick so it's annoying and it's just like go away like I really feel like it's been like over a month it's just bizarre um but yeah stay healthy you guys um just like all those little things like really washing your hands sanitize your phone screen I've really been trying to do that a lot recently um especially when I go to the gym uh and that's cool because they have like or not it's not cool but it's easy because they have hand sanitizer things everywhere. So I just like put hand sanitizer on a paper towel, clean my phone after I leave, like right before I leave the gym. Um, you know, like whenever you go out in public, I've always done this, but just like wash your hands first thing when you get home, 
just little things like that. And like, you know, just make sure you're drinking enough water. Make sure you're staying warm. I know they say that's like a myth, but I really feel like if I'm out in the cold, I I just feel like I'm more likely to like, I don't know, catch a cold. Like I just really feel that. <laughs> I'm drinking a black coffee today. Love that for me. Um, and I grew up drink or drinking. I grew up, I would say very holistically. Let me know if you can relate. But I like my mom would always give us herbs and like Chinese herbs, and we would always be drinking like different tea blends for sickness and whatnot. So that's also like I'm really grateful for that. Like it was kind of it wasn't weird to me growing up, but I always was kind of like, oh, like none of my friends do this. Like this is kind of like weird. But now I'm like, yes, bitch. Like that really can save you. And obviously, like, like I'm vaccinated. You know, it wasn't like that extreme or anything. Um, and obviously, like modern medicine and I guess more like Western medicine. There's definitely like, you know, it's like we need that too at times, obviously. Um, but it's just really cool to have like natural options as well. So, like, I got this little tea sampler that has, like, four different teas. And, you know, there's just a lot of, like, licorice root and ginger and peppermint. What else? Um, What's – oh, echinacea. It's, like, a big one. You can look it up. Um, Just stuff like that. And I just ordered some Chinese herbs on Amazon that I would always take growing up. Um, They say vitamin C, but then also I've heard that, like – You just pee out all the extra vitamin C, so it's kind of like a scam. But then I also read that, you know, sickness can't live in a high vitamin C environment. So, like, which is the truth? But I've been eating oranges. (laughs) Anyway, let me know if you guys can relate. Um, But, yeah, this whole week I've definitely just felt like, like, I'm I'm like, like, I was doing good. And now I kind of have, like, an inkling of a sore throat. And I think it's because I went out on Friday and it was cold and, you know, if you drink, even if you have, like, one drink, it lowers your immune system so much. So, I guess my point in all of this, not, I mean, I mean, we can just relate over being sick anyway, but um, I guess just allowing yourself to rest. So, for example, like, yesterday... And I mean, I'm blessed because I work from home, so I can like take a nap in the middle of the day if I need to. But this goes for anything, like whether you need to take a day off from work or you're studying and you need to take a break from studying. We feel, I feel like we always feel like, or at least a lot of us (laughs) feel bad when we're not constantly being productive. And that's something that I've talked about many times, but sometimes it's like, all you need is a quick little rest and then you're like back to normal. So like yesterday, I suddenly just got exhausted and, you know, I was like, I think I'm about to start my period too. So it's just kind of a lot going on in my body at once. <laughs> um, but I just felt like exhausted. Like I wanted to lie down and I was like, what is wrong? Like this is usually the time of day where I feel productive. I feel good. Like I want to get stuff done. Um, and I was like, I guess I just, I have to lie down. Like there's no way I can do anything to my best ability right now. <laughs> Like, the thought of doing anything just sounded like the hardest, worst thing ever. So I lied down. I don't know if I even completely went to sleep, but then I kind of, like, got up. Like, I really feel like I was kind of, like, half asleep. It was definitely not, like, 
a full REM cycle, you know? But then I opened my eyes after a little bit and I was like, oh, I actually feel like low key a lot better. And only, um, I think only 20 minutes had passed by. So I was like, say less, like back to it. And obviously like, still kind of felt like not my 100% throughout the rest of the day, but I definitely just felt like I could get stuff done and I didn't feel like this urge to just lie down. So yeah, sometimes you just need like a quick little break, rest, whether that's like taking a nap, lying down, doing a meditation, taking a walk outside, taking a snack break, um, just anything. Like I think it's so important to give us that, give our, our brains and our bodies that rest because there's just so much like pressure in our everyday lives, whether it's for work or for school or for, you know, in our relationships or just anything. Like there's a, always a lot going on. And sometimes I just think it, we forget to like, you know, treat ourselves with compassion and let ourselves have that break. You know, we, I know for me, I'm like, ew, I don't want to be lazy. What am I doing? Like lying down in the middle of the day, but then it's like my body's telling me it needs rest. So I'm just going to, you know, give it that rest when it asks for it instead of just putting it off, putting off, forcing myself to continue doing whatever it is until I eventually, my body makes me shut down. And I saw a quote about that. I really forget how it went, but it was something like that, like rest before your, I I honestly forget how it went, but it was something along those lines, like rest before your body forces you to rest. Um, and it, the, it's kind of like a similar idea with dieting and whatnot. Like if you're constantly restricting food or like say you're trying to be healthy, get in shape, whatever, and you're really craving like a cookie, if you just ate the cookie, you'd like be satisfied to move on with your day and your life. But I feel like so many times people just like will force themselves to not We'll just like try to ignore, suppress the craving, do these like appetite suppressants, and then suddenly they eat like the whole bag or box of cookies. Whereas if you just like listen to your body, where it's like, okay, say less, and then moved on, like you would have just had one. Anyway, just some things to think about, but I hope you're all feeling healthy and don't forget to let yourself rest, honestly. So I don't know why I feel so inspired to talk about this, but I just really wanted to talk about (laughs) orgasms and I guess just like having sex, which is definitely one of my favorite topics. Um, My friend always says this, but she's like, poop and sex, that's all we talk about. (laughs) Like, honestly, like what else is there to talk about? Um, But I don't know if I already said this, but you know, it's worth repeating if I did. Um, Actually, I don't know if I said Anyway, um, this sex coach that I follow on Twitter and IG, she's like a legend. She honestly has like just helped me so much in my life. Um, and in terms of like, I guess just asking for what you want and she's just, I don't know. She's just very well educated and just has helped. I don't know. Like, I don't, we'll get into it. <laughs> But she, basically, she, I guess, I guess you would say is a sex worker, but, or is she, like, technically a retired sex worker? Anyway, she said that this year, since she retired, (laughs) 
was going to be a year where she really just focused on having the sex that she wanted and being with partners that would, I guess, just make her pleasure a priority and, you know, just make sure that she could communicate with them like, okay, you know, my mind that's a priority too. Like just being, being able to have that open, like, I don't know, dialogue almost. Let me actually go to her Instagram because I feel like I'm like not getting it correct. Wait. I was on Stella Ray Backup. I have to go to Stella.regular. Okay. What a legend. Honestly, like, I love her. Um, I should probably go back to beginning of the year. Nope. 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 No. Did it get deleted? What the heck? Okay. Well, it was basically along those lines. I really can't find it. <laughs> um, but basically just, like, having the sex that she wanted to have. And I just, like, the way that she worded it, which, again, I really wish I could find it. <laughs> but it was just, I was kind of just like, wow. Like, that is so true. Because I feel like because we're not really taught, I guess, just about all the actual important factors of sex. Like we're taught like anatomically kind of like, I guess how it works and how not to get pregnant, but we're not even really taught how not to get pregnant. They're just like use condoms and, or be abstinent. And that was, I've said this before, whenever I've really talked about this, but that was like my school, which was like in a very liberal area. Like, and they were just like, don't have sex. And they gave us bowling gift cards. Like, they were like, you can do other activities. Like, that's so just ignorant. And, like, it's like, okay, we're – that was in eighth grade. It's like our bodies are changing and we're beginning to really become curious about this. So by you telling us just to ignore that, it's like you're really just like – there's like – like people, kids are going to be curious. People are going to be curious. And unless we have the education – that we need in order to prevent, you know, pregnancy and STIs, those things are just going to keep happening. Um, like they don't, I didn't learn about, I guess, like, I guess the, the 28 day cycle and how there's such a small window where you can really get pregnant each month. Um, I didn't learn that until like years later. Like I never learned that in school also. Like that's crazy. Anyway, what was I talking about? Yeah, they don't teach us about really, like, consent or orgasms or, I guess, just, like, honestly, how to say no and how to, like, yeah, like, how to find – sorry for that noise. I think it's, like, every time I touch the table, it kind of, like, rattles. Excuse me. Um, I guess just, like, the importance of being with a partner that you can communicate with and that you do trust and it is going to prioritize, like, like, I guess being with – someone being with part a partner partners that are going to have like it's like they're having sex with you not to you and I'm sure to everyone who's sexually active you can relate um I know I've definitely had experiences where like I just felt like this was being done to me it's like I wasn't even there like you're just using my body you don't care about me, you don't care about how this experience is for me and my pleasure and my body. And that's like honestly the worst. And it's sad that like 
it's just sad that we have to go through that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Especially as, or, um, you know, I can only speak for myself, but, um, fuck. you don't need just it, like, my cough really fucked me up. Um, yeah, it sucks. That we have to go through that and it's really frustrating. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, I guess just in terms of like shame and I know that I've looked back on certain experiences like how could I let that happen um not in terms of really like consent but I mean I've you know that's a whole different subject but I guess just in terms of like I thought this was going to go a certain way and I thought that I could communicate with this person but it turns out that I can't and you know maybe it they made it seem, or I was under the impression that they would, you know, you know, we would be in this together, but really like once it happened, it was like, they were only there for their nut and then they were going to get the fuck out. And it's like, when you feel like almost taken advantage of, or like used in that way, I feel like that's what's frustrating. Um, and I feel like that's not really talked about. And I feel like, you know, if we had that education and if, women were treated equally in that sense, you know, there wouldn't be so much like, oh, yeah, like, I I gave her dick and she just got so clingy and, like, it's, like, maybe if you had, like, had, like, maybe if you had given her what she needed, she wouldn't feel like this was unfinished, <laughs> literally, like, pun intended I don't know I mean obviously there's different circumstances obviously like there's different things to go into that but I just feel like that's a really huge part of it um and I guess yeah just like dealing with that shame after like how could I let this happen but something that I've really tried to do is like okay first of all it's learning experience and then also you know obviously if you're not comfortable with someone there's not really that space to stand up for yourself in that way or like to communicate what you want or to communicate that something isn't like working or whatever and yeah it's just that sucks like and I kind of mentioned this in my recent Q&A um like talking about guys that are like are you a freak or like oh like they call themselves freaks and then maybe you like have you you know, get into it with them, you have a special time with them, and they're, like, only there for themselves. They think being a freak is, like, head. <laughs> and it's, like, okay, <laughs> sure, Jan, like, whatever. Um, it's just really frustrating, and, I mean, that also just goes into a lot of, like, I feel like homophobia and just, like, guys feeling emasculated, like, there was this tweet that was, like, I could never, like, I don't give girls head. Like, this dude tweeted, like, I don't give girls head because, like, why would I want to feel so, like, dominated by her? And then someone quote tweeted it and was, like, fellas, is it gay to give a woman head? <laughs> like, just the ideas that some people have in their mind. And, of course, it's, like, very frustrating. And I, like, if a guy said that to my face or I heard a guy say that, I would want to bully him. But it really does come from, like these bigger kind of ideas in our society of like 
you know, masculinity, of femininity, and how we do have these roles, these gender roles. And it just, it affects everything in our lives, like from sex to careers to our households to literally everything. So it's like the more we can do to like, I guess, educate ourselves, the more we can overcome these hopefully. And the more we can like attract partners that are in alignment with our beliefs. Is that to say that we need, because here's the thing. It's like, have like be with people that like you can trust and communicate with. Does that mean that you need to be in a relationship with them? No, absolutely not. But you can have casual sex. You can have like fuck buddies, whatever you want to call it that like respect you, you know, it's just, it really comes down to like a respect thing. And all of my worst experiences have definitely been with guys that I felt did not respect me and my body and were definitely like all in it for themselves. And I just felt like gross after and like used, like, I feel like that's the part of casual sex. That's like, you know, that's what people want to define casual sex as, but it's not just casual sex or like, again, having like a fuck buddy or someone that you go to just for sex. Um, It's like, it's just being with people that don't necessarily respect you. Like you can have great sex with somebody and not, and like, that's it. That's what it is. Like you have mutual respect. You can communicate. You can like get into it. (laughs) I keep like using that term. Um, And that's like all what it is. But again, it's like, because we have these ideas of like, what men should be and what women should be like women need to be like wholesome like virgins like oh and I feel like that's why it's not talked about like why are they gonna you know when we're first learning about sex and stuff excuse me needed a bathine why are they going to be like yeah if you're having casual sex like be with people that respect you and people that you can communicate with and people that like aren't just there to use your body (laughs) you know, why would we promote casual sex? Why even bring casual sex up? You should not be having sex. Like that's really where it comes from. So I guess, you know, the more years that I live and the more experiences that I go through, the more I observe in this world and society, the more I'm like, this is, it's like half of me feels very frustrated and um, irritated and angry But then part of me also feels very empowered and like, okay, if I am learning all of this stuff and observing what I don't want to experience, that gives me kind of like a basis to start forming what I do want and what I do want to experience, not only like myself, but just, I guess, for like everyone, you know, and not, I mean, it goes both for like men and women, like anyone. Again, I can only really speak for like myself and my own experiences, so so sorry, but just know, like, you can take my words and apply them in whatever way. I mean, you don't have to apply anything. You can honestly turn this off, but you can apply them to whatever way fits you and your life. (laughs) Um, But it's like, I want men and women to have, like, good experiences and to feel open with themselves. And, you know, that's that's why, like, I feel men are trash, (laughs) but I'm not really going to be one to, like, tweet that, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, say that, but honestly, I really mean tweet that. Um, because it, it's like patriarchy and patriarchy. Like, I don't know. It's like, okay. I'm specifically thinking of this example. <laughs> like, 
Like, if a guy is, like, horrified by the idea of, like, a girl giving him head or eating his ass specifically, he's like, oh, no, I'm not gay. It's like, okay, you're dealing with, like, all this internalized homophobia. And, like, if we could just, like, not deal with that, that would be great for us all. I don't even know really what I'm trying to say, but I hope you understand. Anyway. <laughs> um. Also, really, this isn't even, like, a brief topic to touch on, but... I also wanted to touch on, I guess, just like orgasms. And I don't know if you can't relate, you're lit. Be blessed. Um, don't take that shit for granted, bro. But I feel like, you know, for a lot of women, it's hard to achieve orgasm when you're having sex with a partner. And luckily, we have all of these great toys and, you know, other options. Shout out Adam and Eve for always sponsoring me. Use my code Stella for 50% off. They're not sponsoring this, but just use the code so they see that people like fuck with it and they, you know, come through for me again. Anyway, um, so here's the thing. Like we, I mean, a lot of people have, a lot of women, people have not even experienced orgasm, but for those of us that have like toys, just make it a lot easier. And it's not only because they're like, you know, very, powerful, you know, like no human tongue can like move as powerfully as this vibrator, you know, or finger or whatever. Um, but also it's like, you're in a controlled environment. So I just think of like the sex in the city episode where Charlotte gets like addicted to her vibrator. And she's like, it's just like every time it, like I get there and like, it's not like that when I have sex. Um, so first of all, it's like, you're in a controlled environment, you know, when you're having sex, all of these other things are happening. Like you're with the other person and like you may be self-conscious of your body or just of anything. Um, you're thinking, maybe you're thinking about like your relationship to this person. You're just kind of like more aware. You're aware of like their pleasure. You're just like so many other things are taken into consideration and maybe not even like consciously, maybe it's all like very subconscious, but you know, you're just in a completely different situation versus like you by yourself where you're like, I don't know, in your bed or in your home, like comfortable. It's in a comfortable environment. Like, again, you're just with yourself. You don't have to worry about any other judgment. So you're already just like mentally more comfortable, therefore able to relax, therefore able to really just like focus on the pleasure. Um, and then also... Um, and a lot of this I did learn from the book Come As You Are, which I've talked about a lot. Honestly, one of the best reads that I've ever read. Also, also my stomach's like going crazy right now. Like, I was like, oh, like, let me drink 8,000 liquids and not eat yet. And now I'm like starving. Um, okay, so in this book, she kind of talks about orgasm as like a bunch of birds. Like, imagine like a V of... <laughs> a V of birds like flying in the sky they're all kind of like in unison like flying in the same direction so like in order to achieve orgasm all of those birds have to be in the same direction whether it's like you know one of the birds is you know body like not being so self-conscious about your body in order for you to achieve orgasm like that little voice in your head that little bird can't be like Oh, like, 
what about this? Like, think about this, that, like, because it's distracted you, you know? Um, what else could it be? Like, just think of like, it's different for everyone. So just think about like, I guess yourself and what are your, I guess just like almost like the voices in your head or just like the insecurities or the things that come up when maybe you're like feeling distracted when you are having sex, you know, is it like, oh, the house isn't clean. Is it like, oh, like, am I like doing good enough for this person? Like, what is this person thinking? Like thinking about someone else, like, (laughs) you know, all these little birds. So when we are having sex with somebody, you don't, or no, let me start with this. So when you are like using a vibrator or something, it's like it, the little machine, the vibration is so powerful that it can force all of those birds to fly in the same direction. So what, you know, maybe you are really stressed about something at work or something. Um, the vibrator, like it, you don't have to get to that really like relaxed, peaceful, zen place necessarily because the vibration is so strong, like physically, like not vibration in terms of law of attraction, in terms of like literal, like motor, the motor is so strong, you know, versus if you're with a person, you're not using any toys. Um, just the, the physical sensations are going to be a lot more softer. So therefore mentally you have to be like very relaxed. And again, it's different for everyone. People need like some people can get to that relaxed stage, uh, that relaxed, like aroused, kind of like curious mental place, like a lot easier than other people. Other people need to be like very relaxed and like it takes a while for them to really unwind to get there. Um, but therefore, like because all of these other things are happening, you're with another person, you're not just like, you know, by yourself, with yourself. Um it can be harder to get all of those birds to fly in the same direction, to get all of those little like voices in your head or like insecurities to shut the fuck up, all the distractions just because like, again, it's not like you have this like vibrator that has a strong as fuck, you know, strong as fuck settings that are going to like force it. Um, so that's just like something to think about. And I feel like there's just like a lot of pressure um, to... I don't let me know if you guys can relate, but I feel like there's a lot of pressure to like have an orgasm or like, oh, like he didn't make me orgasm. That's like crazy. But it's also like cut yourself some slack. Like I feel like really, as long as you're enjoying yourself and as long as you are experiencing pleasure, because that's also something she really talked about in this book that kind of changed my life is like pleasure leads to orgasm. Like orgasm is kind of like the cherry on top or like, you know, it's like, yay. (laughs) But you need to be experiencing pleasure in the moment. Like if you're stressed out, if you're like, oh my God, I need to orgasm. I need to like finish like, and like you're being stressed out, you're stressing yourself out. So it's not going to happen. So that's just something else to think about. And that's also something to think about. Like, again, everyone's different with how, I guess how relaxed you need to be, but also how long it takes you to be relaxed and fully like present and whatnot. But that's something to think about when you are choosing a partner, um, like, can I be relaxed with this person? Again, everyone's different. Um, maybe some people can't relate, but yeah, just like it's really when you're fully like present and just focus on the pleasure of the moment rather than like the end result that you're more likely to achieve that. Also, there's so many different types of, I mean, we say like types of orgasms, but so many ways that orgasms can be achieved. Um, and I've said this before, but 
you know, toys are such a great way to learn about your body and whatnot. But again, when you're with a partner, that's not always going to translate just for the sheer fact of you're in a different environment. You know, someone else is there with you. Like, it's just, it's going to be different. It's going to maybe take more for you to like, again, get to that place. Like, just because, you know, maybe you know your body so well, like, you're like, yeah, I can honestly make myself nut in two seconds. But when you're with somebody, it's like, maybe more insecurity comes up, like all the other things. So it's like, don't feel bad about it. Just like, understand, I guess, how you work and how like, you can get to that fully relaxed place. It's not only knowing about like, this, (laughs) this pattern on my clit really like, gets me there. It's also like, how can I like mentally get there? So anyway, just something that I've was I've been thinking about and I was kind of like flipping through this book again and I was like, I don't know if I ever really talked about this. At least like, you know, it was, I talked about it a while ago. Like that was in the past. This is now. Um, So yeah, just kind of like, you know, something to think about. Let me know if you can relate. So last topic, Loki had a lot to talk about today, which I'm so glad because I remember in the last episode, I was like, ew, this was literally like two seconds long. Um, Did you guys ever watch the show Pretty Wild? It was on E. I watched it. I feel like it was like early high school or maybe middle school. It had to be like early, early high school. Um, But it was on Netflix. It's not anymore now. It's on iTunes. Um, But basically, if you don't know, I'm sure you know that iconic meme of that girl like yelling into the phone like, you said I was going, I was wearing four inch Louboutins. Was it six inch? I don't know. And I was wearing two inch kitten heels. <laughs> I'm sure you know. Um, but basically, it's Alexis Nyers. And I've just like always had this like fascination with her, I guess, because like I would watch the show and it was just like so interesting because they were like living in LA and literally on like one of the first episodes, she gets arrested. She was part of like the bling ring and whatnot, um, which was like these teens like robbing celebrities' homes and kind of like the early, it was like 10 years ago. So, you know, just like in the 2000s. Um, But basically she like disappeared. And I remember like after watching the show, like trying to find them on social media, it was like her and her two sisters and her mom. And I just like couldn't find anything. And I was like, where are they now? Because like, it was like a mess. Like they were just like so dramatic. Like it was the perfect reality show. Like they were always crying and like there was always so much drama and it was just like, oh my God, like what? Like their mom would be like, come take your morning Adderall. And she'd be like, mom, can I have a Xanax? And she'd be like, yeah. Um, so now I remember a few years ago, I saw like some kind of interview with her or she was talking. I don't know if she made a YouTube video or if I saw her like on a like a show or something, but she was basically, oh, I think I saw a Vice documentary. Um, and basically she was talking about how she was like severely addicted to um, opiates at that time while filming and whatnot and like had to get clean and yeah it's just like she has a really cool story and now like I'm obsessed with like I don't want to say I'm obsessed with her but she has like a podcast and stuff so I've been listening to that they're on YouTube and I've just been watching all the interviews and I guess it's just it's so cool to see someone like turn their life around so much and while she's talking it's just like you can tell she's been to therapy and she knows like like she was talking about just like the family roles and just like I don't know it was just so cool to see I don't it's just really inspiring I guess um 
And one of the things, so I guess if you're interested, I would really recommend it. Um, what did I watch? I want, if you just look up like Alexis Haynes or Alexis Myers, which one did I really like? Yeah, there's like a few interviews and she kind of like tells the same story. Um, but the Vice documentary was really good. Alexis Nyers on drugs, prison, and the bling ring. Um, but basically, she was talking about her husband in one of them and how they met in AA, both like recovering addicts. And something that really stuck out to me, and this is, um, I wanted to bring specifically this up. Like, I could just keep talking about her, but I don't know if everyone like knows who she is or knows her story. So, you know, it's not going to be relatable, but she was like, one of the main things that really makes and made a relationship work is that it's not like you complete me. It's like, okay, we're like two individuals and we need to grow together or like we need to grow separately and like be our best selves and love ourselves and all of that. And then when we come together, like we build something else. And I think Shan Booty said something like that before, like one plus one equals three. Like, it's not like you're with someone that completes you because you're whole, you know? And if you don't feel whole, work on it. <laughs> um, but the third thing is, like, you, the other person, and the relationship. And I just thought that was really cool. Um, I'm just, like, inspiring, honestly. And, yeah, I just really, like, it's just such an amazing story, I guess. And... It's just, I feel like, especially for me, for, like, having, like, I just remember watching that show and just being so, like, fascinated by it. And then to just, like, know now what was really going on behind the scenes and how, like, she was just, like, addicted to drugs that whole entire time and how fucked up her family was and all of this stuff. It's just, it's insightful and it's insightful to just, I guess, how, um, I like, how con- almost controlled our perspective is on certain things like in media and on celebrities and especially in reality TV, you know, like people watch that and think it's real. It's like, it's not, there's so much, and there's so much other stuff going on. Um, so I guess also with social media and stuff, it kind of goes back to that. One of my favorite topics, like, it's just like, you never know what someone's real life is, no matter how it's portrayed. So there's that aspect of it. And then I, I guess also just like overcoming trauma and it just makes you have a lot more compassion you know, hearing stories like that gives you a lot more compassion for people in general because, you know, if you, like, I just think about, like, oh, like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that person. Like, she acted like this, that, like, oh, he's so annoying. But then it's, like, I feel like there's just always a reason for how someone is, you know, or how they act or whatever. Like, she was so annoying in the show. And now it's, like, oh, like, she was like going through so much and now it's just like she seems so different and just like put together and it's just it's just really amazing so yeah I just kind of wanted to share that so if you're interested you can like watch the interviews and hear her story and just like see how she's doing now but that was just like really cool I know you guys have seen the memes like I know you have um anyway that's all I'm going to talk about now because I'm really hungry and Loki my voice is starting to hurt So thank you guys so much for listening. Tweet me a screenshot, IG story me a screenshot, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.